0: Good evening and welcome to Bible Talk with Jane and Shannon. I am Jane. I'm Shannon. I almost, I was going to goof around and say I'm Shannon. Yeah, but everybody knows
1: better by now, hopefully.
0: Yeah. Okay. So our topic tonight is prayer part three, authoritative prayer. And I've been very excited to do this because I just want us to talk it out and, and uh, just have a discussion about authoritative prayer.
1: I think it's a good thing to have. I think it's a good discussion to have. Um,
0: oh, sorry. Our music's still going on.
1: Music volume. There you go. <laughs> oh, yes. She left the music wrong. All right. Um, sorry about that. I think it's an interesting one. I found this interesting article by John Eldridge, and I really like what he says about this. He talks about how we say um, in Jesus' name often mm-hmm. at the end, but it's like he... he, he relates it to saying like see you later on the end of a mm-hmm. phone
0: call yeah
1: we're not really praying in the power of jesus name the way right. we should
0: we're that, not claiming yeah.
1: what we pray under the blood of jesus which is what we're supposed to be doing
0: i kind of think that in Jesus' name we all do it and not that it's wrong but it's almost like a uh it's like you better pray that, or nobody will believe the prayer. But it's it's kind of like you said, tacked a, on.
1: It becomes a formula without any meaning in and of itself. Yeah, it's more like and the meaning voodoo is words. Yeah, the meaning is very important. Yeah, and it's one of those things that you know the word amen has, gets lost a lot too. I it means mean, yes, it means let it be. So be it. Let it be done. Yes, it's a declaration. It's yeah. not just a way yeah, you a
0: declaration. Not st- st- way
1: you just stumble through the end of your prayers. Yeah, and. I don't think any prayer is. I don't want to be dismissive of any any prayer from anyone, but I think sometimes we we pray almost in a in such a meek way that we're not really claiming the power that comes from prayer.
0: Like, like um, I'm sorry, I'm talking to you right now, but could you think about this, Lord? Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think I think we are called to be more than that. Yeah.
0: Someone said, and this is from blogspot. Dot com. And I, the the person who wrote this is not telling us their real name, but they they are reading. I think they're trying to be anonymous or whatever. But they are studying a book by Dallas Willard about prayer, and uh, this is what they say: authoritative prayer is. Authoritative prayer is not a personal prayer or a devotional prayer. It is neither petition or worship. It is a proclamation. Hmm. authoritative prayer is not asking God for something, but speaking His will into enemy territory.
1: That's a I, I like, like that, that concept. Yeah. And I like the concept of, of authoritative prayer also being the fact that I'm saying, God, Your will be done. Yes. And I know this is Your will, so mm-hmm. I'm praying Your will. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to read a passage here, if you could, from yeah. Matthew 8, 5-10. through 10. Okay. And this, I think, is a perfect example of... Um, someone understanding the authority mm-hmm. that Christ had more than most. Mm-hmm. And I'll get into that a little bit here. Okay. This is the uh, centurion. When Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him asking for help. Lord, he said, my servant lies at home paralyzed as in, and in terrible suffering. Jesus said to him, I will go and heal him. The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof, but just say the word mm-hmm. and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority, with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes, and that one, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was astonished and said to those following him, I tell you the truth, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. Mm, what would it true. take to astonish Jesus?
0: Oh, praise the Lord.
1: And what it took to astonish Jesus was the fact that this centurion said, He got it. You don't need to come, you don't need to do anything. Just if you say it's going to happen, it happens because I understand that you have the authority to do it. Mm-hmm. There doesn't need to be anything else. You have the mm-hmm. authority. Just say it, mm-hmm. and I think that was—I think that understanding that the authority was with Jesus right there. I just love it. I love that.
0: And it, it is a authoritative prayer. Is the acknowledgement that we're working together with God. Right. It says, "And working together with Him." We also urge you not to receive the grace of God in vain. That Second Corinthians six one, and I thought of this 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 topic came to me when I was when was I driving? I was driving home from where? Rapid. I don't
1: remember. Maybe last weekend you were coming back. For where was helping it? the kids? You oh, took care of Wesley.
0: Oh oh That took care of Wesley. That's right. Sunday morning on the way. That's on the way to church. Okay, so uh, Zach Williams has uh, rattle as a.
1: Rattling bones, rattling
0: bones, or whatever it's called, Mm -hmm. and and that's uh, that's from uh, Ezekiel, and this Mm -hmm. is the and I don't know if it's him speaking, but someone speaks scripture in the middle of that song, and this is the scripture Ezekiel thirty seven seven. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to its bone. And then Ezekiel thirty-seven nine two two verses later says, Then God said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain, that they may come to life. Isn't that powerful? Mm-hmm. So God does want us to use the authority he's given us. Um, also, uh, Mark... And there's
1: there's times when... Without that authority, the prayer's not going to work. Yes, yeah. Yes Mark- um, In Daniel, oh, go ahead. Daniel needed Michael to come and fight off the demonic uh, blockage that right. he had. Right, right. Because of all the things that were going on around him, he could not get through it without relying on God to do that, and God sent Michael to take care of it.
0: Um, Jesus says in Mark 11, this is 22 and 23, And Jesus answered, saying to them, Have faith in God. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes that what he says is going to happen, it shall be granted him. So in this verse, Jesus actually tells us to speak directly to something in creation. Mm -hmm. I command you in the name of Jesus. He did the same thing with the winds and the wave. He told the Mm -hmm. storm to be calm and it was calm. And he said that we will do even greater things than he did. And we speak through him. That's the through Jesus, the authority of Jesus.
1: Right. We're using his authority, not our own. Right. And our own is not enough.
0: We don't have any we without
1: him. If we think about, we're here on earth. We brought sin into earth. We brought sin into the equation. When we brought sin into the equation, Satan was given dominion of the earth. Yeah. So our prayers need to have the power of heaven involved and not just the earth, because the earth is not ours that yeah. belongs to satan there's a couple of examples in the old testament too of, of authoritative prayer or or um god's authority yeah. being provided one is in uh, joshua 8 when they captured the city of i okay they had tried once and failed because yeah. of sin yeah
0: because they did it on their own initiative. right
1: and then they got the the god gives them once they deal with it once israel deals with it then god gives them the military strategies and stuff but then he says joshua hold out your spear towards them. Mm. That's it. He said Joshua hold out your spear towards them. Mm-hmm. And when he did, he said God I, I will give it to you. Mm. And Joshua held out his spear. Now Joshua was a warrior. Yeah. So the concept of I got to go do this with muscles and weapons and all that right. kind of stuff. And God said just hold out your spear and God did and and it was oh, given. Joshua did. And Joshua did and it was and it was presented to him. So that's a just a really b- good picture of God giving uh, or God-given prayer from Joshua just saying, God says to do it this way, do it this way. Yeah. okay. I, I like
0: that. I like that too. And this one's kind of funny.
1: Mm-hmm. This
0: is uh, Exodus fourteen thirteen through 15. But Moses said to the people, Do not fear. This is right before the sea is divided. Do not fear. Stand by and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you will never see them again Forever. The Lord will fight for you while you keep silent. Then the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the sons of Israel, Go forward. Get walking. And as for you, quit talking and lift up your staff, stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. Sons of Israel shall go through the midst of the sea on dry land. So it's kind of funny. He was going on and on. And God says, Would you be quiet and just do the thing? Do what I told you. Yeah, Yeah. And so there's times that... You know, God says, quit, just do it. And, um, uh, which I think is, I don't know, I thought he was kind of funny. Uh,
1: I got another one from the old test one here. This is with Joash and Elisha. Okay. And Joash was one of the better kings. Oh,
0: right. Oh, right, right. King Joash.
1: They were, you know, again, a military situation that they're not going to win. They're going Mm -hmm. against Syria. It's just not going to do, you know, they can't do it alone and joash comes to elisha the prophet of god and says oh my father my father the chariots of israel and their horsemen mm. why would he call elisha the chariots of israel because he realizes the military is not going to do this only mm. god can and mm-hmm. he goes to him and elisha does uh instead of a spear this time he's he it's with a bow he says put your hand on your bow and, he, and elisha puts his hands over it there we get the two or more in my name mm. and then tells him to to uh Shoot, Shoot the arrow and then uh, strike the ground five or six times until Syria was completely destroyed. Now, of course, he didn't do it exactly the way it was supposed to. It right. wasn't completely destroyed, right, so right. he had problems later. But, again, I think that's a God-directed prayer. God mm-hmm. told Elisha, this is what you should do, and he did it, and mm-hmm. this was the result. So His. I think I think there are times when God tells us how we should pray, mm-hmm. and there are times when um, if we don't, we're going to miss what God wants to do. Yeah. We're not praying according to His will, so we have to be careful with that. In Dallas Willard's uh, book about prayer,
0: he's got a few, so I'm not quite sure which one this is, but in a personal story, Foster tells... Oh, not Fo- it's Richard Foster, not mm-hmm. Dallas Willard. So okay. back the truck up. All these were about from Richard Foster's book on prayer. Okay, so in a personal story, Foster tells about a time that after asking God repeatedly to remove his son's pain, he spoke directly to that pain, and it was soothed. Hmm. And,
1: um, and I think that, again, that's an authoritative, authoritative thing when um, Jesus told Peter, and then it eventually told everyone, uh, two different passages you know i'll give you the kings of the kingdom the, keys keys of the of the kingdom. kingdom yeah whatever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven whatever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven first he tells it to peter separately and then he tells to everyone um in uh, matthew 18 he tells everyone in matthew 16 he tells to peter but um when he's saying that he he says again i say to you if two of you shall agree on earth on anything that they ask, I shall be done by, for them by my Father which is in heaven. So where two or three are gathered in my name. We all know that passage. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things. Um, whatever you bind on earth, I shall bind in heaven. It. And again, I say to you. So he said it once. Yes. And then he said, again, I say to you, if two, if two of you shall agree on earth. If two of you are led to the same, the same prayer, to the same thing. And you get together on this the authority is multiplied
0: Mm.
1: yes and i think one of the best examples of um this authoritative prayer is we are called to directly rebuke satan in the name of jesus not in our name not because we want to not because we hope it happens but just say you know what jesus says back off And when Jesus was tempted by the devil, Jesus quoted scripture. Yes. So we should quote scripture. Yes, yes. And when Jesus was tempted by the devil, no matter what he said, he said, back off. Mm
0: -hmm. And the devil
1: had to. He had to change his tact every time that he was directly confronted by Jesus. Mm -hmm. So if you're feeling yourself in a situation where you are feeling that spiritual warfare, that spiritual attack, use the name of Jesus. That is a powerful name. And that's what he told us to do in my name. Yes, yes. So... In the name of Jesus, is not just a stumbling on the end of a prayer. No, it's That's supposed a to be the power, thing. the power yes. pack
0: thing. Okay. And we need
1: to we need to also believe that authority when we pray it. Yes,
0: the I've got. Okay, this is a Dallas Willard quote from the Divine Conspiracy: Rediscovering Our Hidden Life in God. Okay, he says the treasure we have in heaven is also something very much available to us now. We can and should draw upon it as needed for it is nothing less than God himself and the wonderful society of his kingdom kingdom, even now interwoven in my life. So uh, we can draw upon the power of heaven to see God's will done on earth as it is in heaven. And then I have a couple other scriptures here. Mm -hmm. All right, James 5.16b says, the effective prayer of a righteous person, it says man, but I changed it to person because it means person, can accomplish much. Jesus said in John sixteen twenty three if you shall ask the Father for anything, he will give it to you in my name, and also in John fifteen, just this chapter before, he says, whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. So Jesus is saying this more if he says something more than once, it's important mm-hmm. and and can I share my list with you?
1: Mm-hmm. Go I've ahead. got
0: okay like Shannon, like you mentioned, when we pray God's scripture to him scripture I mean that's very powerful when we are praying something we know is God's will I mean I think that should really supercharge our our sense of authority because okay so I have 11 things I know is God's will all the time So, so if I have to pray about any of this in some sense I know it's God's will so we can just say all right, this is God's will thank you Lord okay so here's my list of 11 number one but it knows God's will, all to come to repentance, none to perish.
1: Absolutely.
0: That is in what's that verse? Second Peter.
1: That's God's wish is that all.
0: That no like, one perish, no, but all perish. come to repentance. That's in one of the Peter books.
1: Okay. Okay. Keep going. All right. Number
0: two is Jesus be lifted up, so all would see him, so that Jesus will be glorified. That,
1: Second Peter three. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. Keep uh, going. Number. Did you like that one? Yes. Jesus be lifted up. Mm-hmm. Three. Our needs are met because God said He would meet our needs, and so, of course, we all know that doesn't mean He's going to meet all our desires. Which is thank the Lord He doesn't, but He will meet all our needs. So if it's a true need, you know He's going to meet it. Number four. Philippians
1: four nineteen.
0: Yes. Go ahead. Read it.
1: And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Yes. So God will meet all your needs according to his riches. The riches of his glory in Jesus. Mm-hmm. So those things are still connected.
0: Yep. Okay? Number five,
1: mm-hmm. that
0: people are healed. Now, that is always God's will, but sometimes it doesn't happen until in heaven. And that's um, the one I really want to talk about. I, I'm going to let the dogs in because
1: they're being. The dogs are barking, so she's going to get the dogs. Um, What she's talking about here is the fact that we pray for healing, and sometimes we have miraculous blessings. We get miraculous healings. We get a chance to experience that healing. We've just experienced that recently here ourselves. It's wonderful. But it doesn't always come at that timing. Sometimes it's God's timing and not our timing. That does not mean that God is not healing. That does not mean that God is not uh, working. That doesn't mean that, that God is not hearing your prayers.
0: There's that verse in Isaiah, and maybe you can look it up on the computer, because okay. I can't... Um, by his stripes we are are healed. Mm-hmm. Is that 52?
1: So 53.5.
0: Okay, would you read that?
1: But so he was wounded for our trans- transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. Uh, the chastisement for our peace was upon him by his stripes, we are healed.
0: We are healed. So we are healed, and... But it is—it's like this today. This uh, this is a perfect example. So, so I've been thinking about this authoritative prayer for the last week or so because I know it's God's will for our son Hawkin to be healed. And like last night, or it was the night before, he just had so many seizures, and I and it just—I mean, seizures are a normal thing for him, so it's not like it's freaking us out. But it's just. Just seems so much for him, but I know God's in control. But I will say today and it was an answer to prayer, so um we were sitting outside and then he was having we were praying and then I was starting to read to him and he was having so many jerky seizures. Uh mm-hmm. uh uh like that. She well, knows what was, I'm talking about. Yep. And I'm just like, Oh
1: The repetitive it looks almost like some sort of tick, but actually it's a seizure. It's each
0: every single one is a clicking. seizure and yep. they weren't stopping. So I did put my hands, and I spoke to the seizures, and I said, I just, little seizures, go away, and Jesus, heal my son, and get these seizures out. And you know what? These seizures did stop. Yeah. And and who knows? You know, we do pray for his healing. We have seen in the last year, for some odd reason, he's gained like 40 pounds, (laughs) and he's gotten these beefy arms and legs, not fat. Just like... Like, his body's getting ready to, what, be a football player? I'm not quite sure, but I, know. I, I, I guess, you know, the healing one is... Anyway, that's five. I'll just go and, on. And
1: including that healing one, um, obviously, we have been praying that Hawk be completely healed um, since he was a baby. And he is going to be 22 here next week. Mm-hmm. Um, And it, God has never completely healed him. We have prayed oftentimes because of the... the and
0: we believe it.
1: Yes, and we have prayed oftentimes for the uh the healing over some of these horrendous seizures that he has, and God has mitigated those seizures, but mm-hmm. at this at this point in time, God has not chosen to heal him. That does not mean he won 't I believe that he will if he doesn 't heal him here, then I know he'll be healed in heaven one way or another god 's will be done, and God has a plan, and God always has a plan yeah,
0: and that's where this authoritative prayer we do have authority, but like
1: we cannot. We cannot force God's will,
0: right? By I will, the authority we've been given. There's one, right. there. There is, and remember, I'm on five. That was mm-hmm. people healed. Yeah. There is okay. So when I was researching this thing about authoritative prayer, there is a, a one thought that some people believe, and it's totally wrong. I will say it right now. Um, this is from a man by Witness Lee. People have heard from Watch of Watchman Nee. This was. Mm-hmm. Watchman Lee, not me, Watchman Lee and this is Witness Lee, he was like a, a mentee under Watchman Lee, they were in Korea and they saw big huge you know, lots of people come mm-hmm. to Christ but he says um, this is what he says and this is wrong because it's a wrong translation in the King James Bible I'm okay. sorry, okay, if you would like ahead. the King James oh, yeah. alright, he says, this is a quote from his little book called Lessons on prayer. All prayers in ascension are prayers of authority. We know that prayer in ascension is a command to God. Our prayer is not begging but commanding. And here's what He says: You all remember that in Isaiah 45:11, God says, "Command ye me." That's wrong. We don't ever command God, and that's right. not what Isaiah 45:11 says. So this is a misinterpretation of authoritative prayer. So if you here people say, because I know some people believe this, some Christians, that we can command God to do something. We can't command God. And it's, um, it's the same way where God calls us his ambassadors. An ambassador, let's say an ambassador to the United States. An ambassador represents the president, but the ambassador never tells the president what to do. The ambassador might advise or mm-hmm. give suggestions. Right. So, I want to read Isaiah forty five eleven from the New American Standard, which is a better... That more, Go ahead. Okay. Thus says the Lord, the Holy One of Israel and His Maker, Ask me about the things to come concerning my sons, and you shall commit to me the work of my hands. So, he says, ask me about the things to come, and you shall commit to me the work of my hands. Actually, I don't know what that means. What do you think that means? I'm going to see what Eugene Peterson, how he says it. Sometimes he has an illumination.
1: Um, I have Isaiah forty-five eleven in the uh, NIV. Okay, tell me what it says. It ends in a question mark. Oh, so does... Um, this is what the Lord says, the Holy One of Israel and its maker. Concerning things to come, do you question me about my children and give me orders about the work of my hands? Mm,
0: yep, and that's what a uh, message says. Thus God, the Holy of Israel, Israel's maker says, Do you question who or what I'm making? Are you telling me what I can or cannot do? No way, Lord. We're not going to tell you what you can and can't do, because that's Because he follows
1: right away in verse 12. It said, It is I who made the earth and created mankind on it. My own strand, hand stretched out across the heavens. I marshaled their story hosts. Mm-hmm. I will raise up Cyrus in my righteousness. I will make all his ways straight. He will re- rebuild my city and set my exiles free. Not for a price or reward, says the Lord Almighty. Now, Let me give you a little history lesson here.
0: Yes, do it.
1: Cyrus was the king of Persia. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And what did the king of Persia do? He ended the Babylonian exile.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: Nebuchadnezzar had taken all of the Jews, including Mm -hmm. Daniel, into captivity. Mm -hmm. And when the Persians beat the Babylonians, Mm -hmm. Cyrus sent them back. Mm -hmm. And then they rebuilt the city. With Cyrus's blessing. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, God is saying, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna raise up Cyrus.
0: So that I'm gonna
1: raise up a Persian to do this, and not because he yeah. gets a reward from me, but because it's my will that a Persian do this. Yeah. So don't be telling me what to do. Yeah. So it's amazing that someone would take that same verse. Yes. Take the question mark off it and say, "Command me. Yeah. Uh, that's not what. That's not what no. God was saying. Uh, that's, okay. That's kind of a. Yeah, that's weird. Yes,
0: so don't twist it that way because that's we don't tell God what to do. Okay, number six. Um, Six is people live in Jesus and have His peace. Mm
1: -hmm. Abide in me, and I will abide in you. That's John fifteen. Yep.
0: Number seven, which we always know, we can pray that we are obedient. Mm. God wants us to be obedient. So Mm -hmm. if you feel like you don't want to do something that you know you're supposed to do, you say, "Jesus, help me be obedient." You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. that sounds silly, but He will. Uh, Number eight. For us to produce spiritual fruit, mm-hmm. that's uh, He's called us, chosen us. That's in John 15. Also, can I read that? Okay. That John 15 is a great chapter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: After you're done listening to this, you should read it. It's really good. John's a good book. Okay, Jesus says in John 15:16, "You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you." That's what. The president does with an ambassador. I appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. There we are. That's our authority in prayer. Right if there. we
1: are abiding within Jesus, yes. because that whole 15 starts out, I am the vine, and my father is the yes. gardener, Cut and cut, cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so it will be even more fruitful.
0: Right, so when, so he
1: says, "Remain in me as I also remain in you, no branch can bear fruit by itself, it must remain in the vine. So Jesus is saying, we have to be within him. We're within his authority. right. God will do what Jesus yes, yeah, it, I saw it, that something connection has to be there.
0: One time on a Christian network, hmm. and someone said, Well, does this mean I can ask for a million dollars because whatever you ask for in the Father, he'll give you." Of course
1: not. No, it has to it's be within the will of God. The
0: will of God. I mean, we're not. He's not a genie.
1: First John five fourteen through fifteen says, and this is the confidence that we have toward Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us, and if we know that He hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we we know that we have the requests that we have asked of Him. I guess- so the key there is if we ask anything. According to His will. Yes. So if God wants you to have a million dollars, you'll have a million dollars. But don't say, oh, I claim a million dollars because you said I get anything I want. No. Uh, God's not spoiling us like like rotten little children.
0: I, I, when we you have were to reading be reading His will. Yeah, when mm-hmm. I read that, you were reading that, a question came to my mind that I think someone would say, Okay. Well then... Why do I need to pray if it's God's will anyway it's going to happen? But we're supposed to be partnering with him. Mm-hmm. And he allows us to be part of his work. And so our prayers do affect what he does, but what he does is what he wants to do. It's just he's saying, be a part of it. I think what I, th- how I look at it, a prayer, like say there's someone I know who I love dearly, who I want to accept Jesus. I think if I pray for that person... I'm giving God a way into their life.
1: You mm-hmm.
0: know, uh, you know, uh, give Him more of a way because I think our prayers allow God into a situation. Because mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of stuff that God really wants to do, but if there's no one praying for that, there's no way in. He has to. We're like His conduits, right? right? What's a conduit? That's something that the electricity comes through, right? Uh, a transfer.
1: <sighs> yeah.
0: Okay. All right, so let's go back to Jane's little list. Number nine, this is in Matthew 5. It's Jesus' God's will for us to be perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect, which means whole, mm-hmm. inner wholeness. Mm-hmm. So that's the last verse in Matthew 5, and I don't know what...
1: Verse. And I think we really have to remember, too, that um, this whole concept of praying within God's will yeah, is against our nature
0: oh right right
1: authoritative prayer puts us aside and prays in the name of jesus and and the whole concept here is us acknowledging the fact
0: yeah
1: that it's not what i want it's not that i I, if i could do it myself i wouldn't be praying about it but it's not you know we are god's will is contrary to human nature so if you're praying for something for you personally, mm-hmm. that is not within God's will, like the million dollars, mm-hmm. why would God bother?
0: Yeah. I mean, That's
1: not His will. I if have, it's His yeah. will that you get a million dollars, you'll probably get it without asking for it. Heaven help you, what are you going to do with it then? Yeah.
0: Okay, I have, that reminds me of Psalm 37, because there is um, three through seven is like a little step by step. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it, it, it goes along with prayer. Psalm 37.3 says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. So you're bearing fruit. Then it says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your hearts. And in that, I think, if you're delighting in the Lord, your desires are going to change. Right. And then it says, Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he will do it.
1: Right. So if we are truly focused on God, abiding with God, living within God, and delighting in what God wants, then what we want will align with what God wants. That makes a big difference.
0: And let me just read. I I, I Mm -hmm. skipped six. Six is good too, but I'll go to seven. So all that, you're trusting, you're committing, you're delighting in Him. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Do not fret because of Him who prospers in in His way. Because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. So we wait on the Lord. Mm-hmm. And it, he will bring about his incredible will for our lives and for whoever else we're praying for.
1: Yeah, if we. And I want to bring up a little thing. You, you asked that question. So people yeah. say, why should we bother to pray? Yeah. I think um, part of that is just so that we can get closer to. We can get more in tune with God, we can get more sensitive to His voice and to His will and understanding His will. So we go to Him in prayer. Uh, In uh, Philippians 4, Paul speaking says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. present your request to God. And then he says, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. He does not say, And God will fix everything you're you're worried about. He never says, um, says, anything you're worried about, God will take care of you. Pray to Him. What he says is, the peace of God will will descend upon you because you are praying and giving it to Him. Yeah, in the All Paul this. says is give it to God and let God do it. Yeah. And what God does may be the answer to what you're praying. It may not be the way you wanted it to be prayed. Mm-hmm. But either way, if you give it to God and let it go, mm-hmm. that's a benefit of prayer mm-hmm. right there.
0: Right. And I also, I will say... Now I have two more on my list here. But okay. I think the biggest benefit of prayer mm-hmm. is you just get close to God. I mean, I, I just, right. you know. Right, I,
1: and that's exactly what it's what it's intended to be.
0: Right, it's a relationship.
1: Gonna, yeah, and, and if, uh, like the centurion says, I say go and they go, those soldiers know him and they know his authority, and when he tells them to do something, they do something. They and trust it, him. And, and coming, trust me, from a military background, when they say go... You don't ask. No,
0: you, you just, just do.
1: You do what you're told immediately, and that's because in you know, on a battlefield, you could die if you hesitate. Right. You're if told to do something. Death. You do it, yeah. and and you trust that the authority and the wisdom and the knowledge of the person telling you is protecting you enough that you can do what you're told. And the same thing goes with us with God. And when He said to Jesus, He said, "I know these things. You can do these things." He was giving. Uh, Jesus, the power to say over sickness, over death, mm-hmm. the healing, all of those things. He said, you have the power to do this. You just have to say it and it's done. Mm-hmm. And I think I think we forget that sometimes, that this is, if we are within God's will, and we are tuned in to God, like we said, you know, the prayer kind of brings us in there. We'll know it better. We'll mm-hmm. know what God is saying okay. to us. We'll know what God it's- says because sometimes God says, I want you to pray for this. When you pray for this, I'll act on it.
0: Yeah, and but I want you to pray for it first. Also, the more you'll be able to sense the Spirit better, the more you spend time with Him, mm-hmm. because you, you'll be able to read situations better. I mean, just everything. You can't spend too much time with God. I mean, that's where we're supposed to be. So my next two, I have two more, and I know you'll agree with them, and they, I know they're God's will. Mm-hmm. Freely give, since I have freely received. Mm-hmm. So God calls us to be generous. And and I know you all have heard it. You can't give God. So, and, and I know some people, yeah, but, yeah, but, you know, just give for Jesus' sake, and he will take care of you.
1: I agree with that, but I want to add to that a little bit.
0: Okay.
1: When he says, freely you have received. Of course, everything that I ever get on this earth, monetary, personally, whatever, I get from God. Mm-hmm. So that applies. Freely right. give, freely receive. I have also freely received my salvation. Yes. And I should be giving that to others. Yes. I have freely received God's grace. Yes. I should be giving grace to others. Yes. Freely,
0: and freely. Not God, grudgingly. Right. Freely. I have
1: freely received the love of Christ into my life, and I should freely give that to others.
0: Freely given God's kindness.
1: If you think of all the things that you have received, and he says freely give,
0: That's everything. That's
1: a lot deeper. Yeah, yes. go ahead. Yeah, that's
0: everything. And my last one is that I feel is God's will. Is to care for the helpless, to visit the imprisoned, to feed and clothe those who need it, and to—that's the other—to give freely. So, take care of needs of those you can take care of needs of.
1: Yeah, we're meant to be hands and feet. Yes, and it's not just, boy, I sure wish somebody would help them. mm, Do it. Yeah, Yeah, we are. We are meant, and if we do things, if we physically do things according to the will of God. We are walking in step with God. Jesus wants us to be his hands and feet. He wants us to do those things. And God may be waiting for you to do it. Yeah, He may be waiting for you to step out because he's giving. Sometimes God is waiting because it's it's a blessing for us to receive God's will into our lives. It's a blessing for us to walk in God's will. We learn from that. We know more about God from that. We feel him more intensely then. So, you know... We need to be doers, not just thinkers. And not just prayers, but also doers. We're mm-hmm. called to be all of those things. Yeah. I want to finish here. We're getting to that point. I just want to finish here with... We are? Yeah. It's oh, already 35 are. minutes, 36 wow. minutes in right now. Oh, um, boy. The other thing I want, to, I want to bring up here in authoritative prayer is... Thanks. One of the main things we should be using authoritative prayer on is against Satan and against his minions, and against the spiritual warfare that goes on. Paul says we are not in a battle against flesh and blood. Right.
0: Not against people.
1: No, but we are in a battle against the, the heavenly realms, the battle that's going on there. We're involved in that. We can't see it, and we can't physically do anything about that. Right. And we don't have the power to overwhelm Satan. We do not have the power. No. Jesus has the power. Right. So if you are in a situation where you feel that you are under in, in the middle of spiritual warfare. If you feel like something is out of control and you don't know why it's out of control and everything's going negative and everything's going wrong, stop.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Turn to Jesus. And in His name, cast out Satan. Rebuke Satan.
0: Yeah, just say, I find you, Satan, in the name of Jesus Christ.
1: Get behind me, Satan. The same yes. way Jesus did. If you do that in His name, not on your own, if you do that in his name, he cannot overcome that because he can't overcome the name of Jesus.
0: Yes. Okay. Just a little bit more. It goes with it. I know that was the end, but uh, you can end again. Just a second. Go there ahead. is power in our words. God desires us to step into the powerful gift he has given us that we may be co laborers with him, his ambassadors in this world. And can I, that stuff you said about spiritual warfare? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would if you feel like maybe you're dealing with that. We mm-hmm. do have a two or three podcasts on spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. Listen to them. But one, just one little tip I want to share about spiritual warfare is sometimes you don't even realize it's happening. It just feels so personal, personal attacks. And then all of a sudden you go, oh, wait a second. This is so wacko. It's got to be, you know, it might go on for a while before you understand what's going on.
1: So, And at any point in time, you turn to Jesus. He will be there.
0: Yes. Amen. Yes. There, there you ended it.
1: There we go. We ended it. And this was, a, this was an animated and interesting conversation, but I just want to sum up something here. Yeah. First of all, it says we should pray in God's, in God's will. Mm-hmm. We should pray in God's name. That's the reason we, we claim the blood of Jesus, because he says we can. He is the vine, we are the branches, God is the gardener. So we are, we're calling for the gardener through the vine. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other part of this that I think we have to always remember is believe what you are praying. Yes. When you do something with authority, you don't doubt that it's going to be done. When the centurion said that about Jesus, he had full belief that it would happen just because Mm -hmm. Jesus said it. In the same way he would tell one of his men to do something and it would happen and he didn't have to double check it, it was happening the same way is the same way we should be when we pray in God's name to God in Jesus name with authority according to his will and according to his way it's going to happen that's a great way
0: that's a great way to end it
1: just let it go
0: let it go no
1: don't start that oh that's not even the song god bless
0: okay bye